Let's pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. May be seated. Distractions. We have so many on our lives. And so I didn't want to stay to start out with just kind of a general idea of what distractions are. I think we all have many that plague our lives and cause us to be distracted from a lot of things. And so I was speaking with uh, my wife, Trish, yesterday, and we were trying to come up with a story of our lives where we've been distracted and we missed something great and kept going around and around about it. And we couldn't come up with something. And, but I'll tell you what the result of that was in a little while. A Lutheran pastor from Texas City says that the Bible can be summed up in one word. One word. I thought, wow. Uh, she said it was relationships. So when we look at this gospel for today, there's a lot of energy behind it, right? It seems like everyone seems to have an opinion about this gospel one way or another. There's never a neutral viewpoint. It seems as though people take it one way or they take it another, and there seems to be so much energy behind it. And people for centuries have used this story to judge workers, to judge women, and to place blame because it appears that Jesus is as well. So on the surface, I think it's about relationships, and it looks like it's a Mary versus Martha conversation. Jesus is in the same room with them, and Jesus is declaring a victor. That's what it seems like if you read it right on the surface. So after hearing all of that and thinking about all that, I really dive deep, and I heard a lot of, I looked at a lot of different opinions. Um, one particular theologian, Charles Taylor, says that a lot has been lost in this translation from the, the original, from Greek. The Greek text suggests that Mary and Martha aren't even in the same room like we imagine. So instead of this being one story, it actually suggests that it's two separate stories or that Mary is being discussed as an example, not being in the room, sitting right there with Jesus, and Martha is somewhere is in the kitchen or wherever people like to put her at, and trying to put her in this box like everyone tries to do. But there's one thing that I've noticed about this passage, and that is that Martha and Jesus are very close. Now, there's other points about this that have been de-emphasized as well, the roles of powerful women in the scriptures and in history, and particularly um, that Martha owns her own home, right? That's a big deal, and yet we're not taking that into context of how uh, people at that time looked to um, women to be leaders and important and are valued, and, and over the centuries, that's been pushed away and de-emphasized. Another thing is, is that Mary is a leader in Jesus' mission as well. She is prominent and part of a great multitude. So the, the other part of this where I think is important and I think where the real value in this gospel is, is how Jesus is showing great empathy to Martha and reaching out. They're so close that Martha, Martha language actually lets us know not that Jesus is scolding her or telling her how to behave, but that Jesus wants to connect, wants to say, I love you, I care for you, 
I'm connected with you. I want you to be in more of a connection with me. So maybe it's the other thing that, that the really hard part about all of this is that for us, we want to be doing great things for God, right? We try to do all kinds of things. And our church does all kinds of great things for other people as well. And yet, when we hear this passage, we feel as though we've been doing something wrong. Or we've been told something wrong. Or we've missed the whole point. And it's really a frustrating uh, passage. And so there's the other side of this is we're so distracted by our lives. Phones, right? If you look in a restaurant and look outside, look at a restaurant if you go back or if you're eating at home or uh, if you're not eating at home, you're eating somewhere else. Look in the room and see how many people are actually on their phones. It'll astound you like 99% of us, even me, you know, phones right there on the table or something. Or perhaps we're distracted by life events um, that happen and they all push us away if we're not careful from God, from our prayer life, from our scripture reading, from our writing, our journaling, all those things that help us connect to God. And really, in reality, Jesus is reaching out his hand to us at all times. This past week, uh, the, dio- the diocese has a mission trip um, every year where uh, churches from the diocese come together. Um, and it's called Mission Palooza, and this year we met in Houston to work on homes that had not, hur- had, not had hurricane work done. It's kind of hard to believe. Hurricane Harvey almost two years ago, and so our, our group worked on ten different homes, um, five of which were in the northeast side of town, kind of in that Trinity Cashmere Gardens area, and then five were down in Pearland. Um, I worked on a home um, in northeast Houston for a man that had been retired for a number of years. He was actually a construction foreman, and his uh, and so he was retired, and Hurricane Harvey hit, and he was left to be with his family. He raised seven children with his wife, who is now passed, and he hadn't been in his home in two years. He had gotten some money from um, from FEMA and a... Uh, construction company had come by and uh, they paid him he paid the money and they only did half the work so his house was left in ruins and so we were there to help continue um, his recovery efforts and I can tell you that I don't know about you but being outside for the four days that we were we were inundated with distractions of the heat we were inundated with being in a For a lot of us, this was a new neighborhood we'd never been in. So we were, the change was different. There's so many factors. Um, The house wasn't very large. The rooms were kind of tiny. So all of us were together as strangers. So there were so many distractions that could push us away from doing the work that needed to be done, which was to serve God and to help this man. And so I looked at that and thought, that's a good example for this, this gospel as well. Like, We just have to continue to be less distracted. It's not about whether we're doing wrong. And Jesus is not saying that with Martha and and criticizing her. It really has to do with our uh, ability to connect. And I think a big thing for all of us in Mission Palooza and why we continue to maintain that work ethic and looking around was the fact that we worshiped every night. So we were continually in prayer throughout the day. We had um, 
these uh, Bible journals that we would, dis- these little discuss, these little journals at lunch. So we were continuously in prayer. We pray for each other, those kind of things. And, and that's a heightened awareness. But that allowed us also to work to be less distracted by the heat, the no AC, the constant need for water, um, working on a home that a lot of us have skills we'd never had before, drywalling, mudding, subflooring. That's what we did in our house. I've never done any of those things. And yet I was being trained to do that and work on a man's house so he can get home. Um, so it was kind of overwhelming. So for me, that's kind of the big part arc of this passage. And I think um, after all of that time together, I realized just what a distractions our lives can be in and how much our need to connect to God will help us through all of life's, life's issues that pop up. We have no control over those kind of things. Um, and so circling back to the story, the conversation that I had with Trish, we were both together talking, trying to find a story, and we both look over. And Ella Ray, my daughter who's five and a half, is looking lovingly at Trish. And she'd probably been doing it for 30 seconds, but we were so distracted by trying to come up with a story about why we're distracted. Um, and, and here she was, and we just finally looked over and she had just said, Mommy, I love you very much. I mean, if that's not an example of how we can be distracted by trying to come up with something, I don't know what is. And so I leave that with you today. Attempt not to be distracted. Attempt to connect with God in numerous ways so that when we do the work of God and we do the work for other human beings on this earth, we're not distracted by details. We continue to seek the path of work for God and also continue in our relationship and continue to understand that God loves us all, every one of us. Amen.